Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the sexiest crack. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Write that down. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that down. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Write that down. Coming up here in just a second, an accountability session where we keep track of all of our predictions on Fridays, and we keep track of each other's batting averages and slugging percentages and make fun of each other for our incorrect, frequently incorrect predictions. But uh, we were making fun of loyal listener Dan for saying that he's an environmental science you uh, were. degree guy. Let's just be clear. Okay. You guys were. All right, Dan, you're calling in to defend your... You're, you're telling me that snowbanks really still exist in June? Into July. Okay. All right, two things. One... Just because I was at a bar doesn't mean I'm disqualified for this. <laughs> ah, but I got it right, didn't I? <laughs> and two, why do we think we put salt down on ice? Because it lowers the melting point. Now, there are other minerals that increase the melting point to make solidified water more stable in higher environments. Now, it's been three years since I was in college, so I forgot them all. But there are there. They're there. So you're saying it is plausible. So when they plow it. it. Is pl- now, I haven't read the story, so I don't know if it is truly accurate, but it is one entirely possible. So you're saying that when they when they plow it or shovel it or whatever the case might be, that minerals from the street and dirt, etc., are picked up and mixed in with the snow, and that increases the melting point. Yes. Exactly. See, Rami gets it. I get it. And I'm saying that I'm putting this conspiracy up along with who killed JFK. <laughs> that there's just snowbanks in the middle of I'm 95 degree heat. Which bar? Hey, the snowbanks which bar? Are on the left. Which bar are you at right now? Uh, it's. I don't know if they advertise here, but it's a oh, very famous bar that has wings from New York. Okay. Mm. Buffalo Wild oh, Wings. Right. Yes, it would be that one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All Sounds right. good to me. Throw a couple Thanks. back for Enjoy us. Enjoy the See beers. You, Bye, Danny. I Thanks, will. Dave. All right. He sounds serious. I think he's right. But I did call yeah, him. Dan's I knew he was at a bar on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Dan, uh, Dan helped me, and I helped him to the top of the uh, Capella Tower during the, the big climb for LLS. Oh, that's right. We were like Rocky and Apollo clinging to each other <laughs> in super short shorts and tank tops. I don't know. Dan's... Dan's in decent shape and super thin, so he probably helped you more than you helped him. Yeah, neither one of us had uh, brushed up much on our cardio. That, but uh, anyhow, write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. Dan. All right, you guys want the damage? 
not as many things came off the board this week as last week. Nothing, mm. nothing came off the board for me, fortunately. Uh, listener predictions. Brandon P said we missed this one last week. He said the Twins would have four All Stars. They only had three. <laughs> listener Mike said England would win the ICC Cricket World Cup that began back in May. And they, yes, I saw that tweet. That's very re- close to not winning it. <laughs> yeah, but still, that's remarkable. Yeah, okay. Their World great- Cup takes two months. What? It just well, ended like a week ago. It's like cricket. 32 teams. You know and what? They have to play like every day. It cricket takes great. six years to play. I'm confused. <laughs> or I'm, I'm convinced and confused, but I'm convinced <laughs> cricket's not a real sport. <laughs> cricket is a prank. Let me that, just that, call up Callum Williams again. No, He'll defend Cricket is a prank that they're playing on us. They send us these highlights to make us think that it's a real sport and just confuse us. Have you ever seen cricket highlights on SportsCenter? And they yeah, say they, they the all same, look ridiculous. The ball is just flying they in every which direction. They say the same thing direction. about baseball. It, it hits a wicket and like dudes start jumping around. Like It's not real. It's not real. I tend to agree with Rami it here. Feel, you know what it feels like? You know when you're like playing a game with a little kid and they're just making up the rules as they go along to make sure that they win? That's what cricket feels like to me. Like, there are no real rules. I'm going to bring in Quinn It's just He's mayhem. Yeah. Oh, I know. No, no, no. I'm not questioning. I'm you guys to I, no, no, no. I'm out of this. I think it's, I think it's I'm the Russians. I think it's the Russians. I think it's yes. a joke on America. You know what? They've got cricket. We've got baseball. Like We've got baseball. I think cricket is a joke on them. It's a prank. They're punking us. <laughs> They're punking us. I, uh, I think I sense Rami's next stand-up act. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> cricket's a joke. Cricket's a joke on America. Can you test this at an open mic next I week? Might. You I might. You did a whole thing on soccer. That. I might just did you do really? that. Yeah. You didn't watch that yet? Go to my YouTube page. Rami Comedy. Rami Comedy. <laughs> my Jonathan, Jonathan's going to be so mad. <laughs> you were supposed to watch that three weeks ago, Jonathan. I was never told to watch anything. I No, I'm pretty sure Rami I told, told you. Rami told you because I, I warned him that uh, he'd be in trouble. Let's watch is it. the one that's pinned? Uh, yes. Okay. It's pinned right there watch at the top. It, watch the, it during the break because we need, we need your predictions and you're going to run Robot Manny here. Robot. So hold on. So, Judd, you predicted the Twins would take two of three from the Indians, but it was part of a parlay in which you said they'd also sweep ah! the Mets. <laughs> you know, that was me going back to my dumb roots. Yep, you had it. I had it, and I just couldn't keep my trap shut. Jonathan did it the wise way. He said the Twins are going to take, actually, he said exactly two of three from Cleveland, which is a triple. Yeah! Yep. I'll take that triple. Manny said they'd win at least two of three from Cleveland. He also said that Federer would win Wimbledon. Rami said the Twins would sweep the Indians and that they get three quality starts. And they did neither of those things. So the batting averages on the season here are as follows. The listeners are winning the batting title race right now wow. with 306 batting average, slugging 611. The Judd is second here at 292. I'm batting 250. Mm. Rami's down to 213. Mm. Jonathan and the guests are both tied at 200. At this point, I'm just trying to stay above the Mendoza, man. And Manny is just below the Mendoza line at yeah. 190. He's been climbing steadily the last couple of weeks. He had here. a great week last week, right? He did, yes. Wait, where Write are you, it Manny? down. You like writing things down. 190. Manny's at 190, and you're at 213. Damn, I can't Manny fall. didn't have a hit until, like, May. I've <laughs> talked so much crap to Manny about how bad he was, I cannot let him pass me. It's very close. You got off to a decent start, too. I, know, I got off to a great start. I was betting like 500 at one point. Nice job, Tuffy Rhodes. If you guys... <laughs> <laughs> I deserve that. That if, was savage. If you guys, if you're listening out there and you want to make a prediction, you can just send us your prediction at Score North on Twitter or at Phil Mackey, and we will log them in our handy-dandy uh, spreadsheet here. We had Eric R. send this prediction in. 
He said, write this down. The Twins will win two of three this weekend against the A's. So starting today. Uh, but Liam Hendricks will strike out the side in, in, the, in their loss, basically. So, write it down. You like writing things down. All right, let's start with Judd. All right. <sighs> write this down. Byron Buxton won't return to the Twins lineup until August. Now, why would you go and do that? Byron Buxton, because I think they're going to be extremely cautious, which is probably a prudent move. Byron Buxton will return, but it will not be until August. That's Write it down. You like one. writing things down. Jonathan. Rami, who's participating in the Home Run Derby this weekend, will hit less than three home runs. Uh, wow. That's awfully optimistic. I was going to say, that's... <laughs> I don't know what you guys think. I said he won't hit a ball. I'm winning this thing. Mine is he will not make... Or, I'm sorry, we'll make contact with two or fewer softballs in the contest. Dude, if he is going down. If you hit a third home run, mm-hmm. you have to do a run around the bases, quote-unquote, <laughs> and spike your bat like Eddie Rosario. Will do. And yell, and yell at the dugout. By the way, what's the layout? No, no, I don't right. even know what the layout of this thing is. Center like, field. Obviously, I'm not from hit- home plate. No, I'm no. obviously not hitting from home plate. <laughs> center field. You're in center field. <laughs> you're in center field. And you're hitting, it used to be towards center, but, but now because they don't want you to hit the uh, batter's eye, uh, they've moved it to it's towards left field. Okay, can you? Because you're you're going to be at the game on Saturday. We actually need someone to go and get <laughs> capture some video. Do, will they allow Judd down on the field? I would hope to so. like catch some video of this. Or can we send a Twins PR person down there? I was going to say Judd might melt if he goes down. The field. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was never in Judd's job description. <laughs> Plus, then they'll be like, the team, Judd. Why can't you participate? On oh, this, if it was like wrestling, TC Bear takes off his mask after beating Rami, and oh my God, it's Judd! Write <laughs> this down. Oh. I'll just hand my phone to somebody. All right, Manny had to leave early, but we have we have apparently pre-recorded robot Manny here. So yeah, here we go. All right, guys, write this down. The Detroit Tigers will finish with at least 110 losses this season. Love my guy, Gardy, but it's bad. It's really, really bad. Write this down. I love, I love pre-recorded, pre-recorded Manny. That's hilarious. I really like it. All right, over to Rami. Uh, write this down. The Twins. <laughs> He's got an idea for next week's show. The Twins. <laughs> next Friday show. It's all pre-recorded Rami. And that's why the Twins will win the World Series. Go to break. Go to break. Pre-recorded takes. Twins will have at least eight home runs in the remaining three games they have left in their series. Wow, Bomba squad. Eight okay. home runs. Okay. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. I had to, I, I'm actually going to bump a couple predictions out here because it's, it's too juicy to not make a Rami mm-hmm. softball home and, run in contest wrong. prediction. It's, it's too juicy to underestimate me and be wrong. I'm not doubting that Rami... I'm not going to doubt that you can go yard. Mm-hmm. All right? Uh-huh. But I am going to say, write this down, Rami will swing and miss at least once. I, I think that's probably pretty safe. Okay. Safe that's, prediction. That's a boring prediction. What do you mean? Like, once? Of course he's going to swing and miss once. I said he's just going to fail miserably. <laughs> All right. Write this down. The Twins will win two of three against the A's in the remainder of this series. Exactly two of three. Exactly two of three. So they will lose a game. But if you just take this instead of as a four-game series as a three-game series, tonight, Saturday, Sunday, they will win two of the next three games. Okay. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Jonathan Harrison. Judd, I would have done that, but I went a little bit further. The Twins will win four of their next six games, Ooh. which they play against the A's and the Yankees at home. Wow. Okay. That's um, that's good. If, I like it. Uh, if that happens, they beat the Yankees. they're in a pretty damn good spot. They're, the, the, the biggest thing is if they get... 
if they lose a bunch of these games and Cleveland keeps steamrolling bad teams and the division lead changes hands, I could see like that could get dicey. But if Jonathan's right, you can put the division to bed. It's over. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write that down. All right, we got to go back to pre-recorded Manny. My second write that down prediction, guys. <laughs> write this down. My guy, Cody Bellinger of the Los Angeles Dodgers, will be the National League MVP. I love how he's now he's on the Dodgers. He's like, I've been a he's Dodgers fan my whole life, man. He's got Cody Bellinger's his guy, Gardy. Didn't you walk in here with the Dodgers jersey the other day? Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax. All right. A jersey from Koufax. Oh, that's right. Write this down. Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that then. Rami. Twins will win at least two of the remaining three games against the Oakland A's. At least two of the next three. Okay. I have a I have Not a bigger a sweep. I have a bigger twins prediction for my third and final. Write that down. Write that down. Write this down. All right. Write this down. It's, an, it's apparently it's an all Rami set of predictions for me. Manny, write this down. Will pass Rami in batting average <laughs> at some point this season. Wow. That's right. It's harsh, man. Manny will pass Rami really in batting harsh, average dude. at some point this season. I've doubted you before, but never like that. <laughs> Super harsh. Really, really. I, I, I would have never come with that. I love how you've gone from on the record. One of you write that down is you'll take the batting title from Judd, and now it's just like, can I just be above? Manny? I just want to be above the Mendoza line. <laughs> write it down. You like writing things down, Judd. My last one: Dwayne Haskins will replace Case Keenum as Washington's starting quarterback this season. So Ooh. at some at some point, and I I actually believe it'll probably be by the time they play here because I think that's about halfway through. Uh, Haskins will replace Case Keenum as Washington's starting quarterback. Write this down. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that, Dan. Jonathan? Since we've been going all sciencey in the first hour, tomorrow is 50 years since we first landed on the moon. In the next five years, we'll have landed on the moon once more. Okay. We're going back to the moon? I don't know. I'm predicting it. Yes. Space Force, man. I've been waiting to Space go to Mars Force. for a long time. You gotta go to Mars. You gotta go to the moon first. We've been to the moon. You gotta do it again. There's nothing there. But we're gonna have to land on the moon to go to Mars. Yeah. It's going to have to be a... You stop there? Has yeah. to be a landing spot. Get some treats? Yeah. Yeah, stop at the gas station. Mm-hmm. I love how we went to the moon 50 years ago, but like... Uh, look, electronic strike zone is just too hard to figure out. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. 50 years ago. We literally took a vehicle... We took a vehicle, traveled it for days, and nailed the exact thing that it should land on. Mm-hmm. And the computing power in the computers that got us to the moon right. is the same computing power in your phone. But how do we adjust for like a shorter batter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right, back to pre-recorded Manny. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, guys. For my third and final write that down prediction of this week, going all out here. The Gophers will win the Big Ten West. Whoa! Stop it. Oh you, oh, you can't do that Come like on. that. Come on. You think that guy is going to pass me? That guy's going to pass me? Wait, wait. I'm at the same time awed and infuriated. You come with that prediction? He pre-taped it. Pre-taped? He pre-taped it. In he July. That like he could have held on to that one until he was here live. I know. Plenty of time to get that one in. 
Man, that's a hit and run right there, man. Yeah. That's as controversial as this that's show's a ever drive by. Forget a hit and run. That was yeah. a drive by. He didn't want the smoke from that prediction. <laughs> no, but he's going to get smoke. <laughs> Write this down. Right. Back to Rami. Write this down. The Twins will not trail in the AL Central at any point in the remainder of the Major League Baseball season. Okay. All right. They will be the leaders of the AL Central. Actually, no, take that back. They will not trail. They might get tied at some point. Trail. They will not trail the Indians or anybody else in the AL Central at any point this season. Okay. A little buffer there. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. And I had to throw this on. I've been drinking so much Timberwolves Kool-Aid since the Gerson Rosas hire. Write this down. The Timberwolves will finish 500 or better this season. The Timberwolves will finish 500 or better this upcoming season. Okay, this. Someone give them a breathalyzer over there. (laughs) And I thought Manny was absolutely crazy. That's not even now the most controversial pick of this this segment. So there it is. Write that down, predictions. Did you just really say that? With Rami. (laughs) I didn't say championship. I said they'd win like 41 games. Danny Cunningham's predicting like 30 wins for them. Okay, I'm predicting 41. X Games Minneapolis returns to U.S. Bank Stadium August 1st through the 4th, featuring four days of the world's best action sports music and festival experience. Don't miss the greatest action sports athletes on the planet and musical performances from Incubus, POS, the Wu-Tang Clan, and more. Tickets and more information at xgames.com slash tickets. All right, thank you, Jonathan. Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North and the Score North mobile app, which, by the way, just a quick shout-out. To uh, listener Brad B. from New Brighton, who won those Twins-Yankees tickets we were giving away yesterday. He won a four-pack of Twins-Yankees tickets simply by downloading and opening the Scornorth mobile app during our uh, little appy hour yesterday. And we're going to do all kinds of giveaways and fun stuff. We're just kind of experimenting with this. And yesterday, it seemed like it worked very well. And we gave away Twins-Yankees tickets. But you can help us by listening to us. A lot of people ask, all right, I'm enjoying Scornorth. Appreciate what you guys are doing giving us another option in town, what's the best way that I can help you or that uh, that I can be of service as a listener to you guys because I like the programming. And A, thanks to the people who say that, but B, the best thing you can do, two things. You can download our Scornorth mobile app and just listen to us as often as humanly possible, and you can tell five friends that we exist. Tell five friends that Scornorth is the place that you go to for your Minnesota sports entertainment and news and things like that. Um, we just launched this thing on January 15th, and so we've only, we're what, five or six months in? And we got to tell people that we exist. So go tell five friends and download the Scornorth mobile app, Android devices, Apple devices, whatever it is that you listen to. So, do you guys see this Tyree Kill thing today? Yes. The NFL is not going to suspend Tyree Kill. And we don't have to go through all the different sort of back and forth details police report um he did he actually did plead guilty to domestic assault and battery back in 2015 after his then pregnant girlfriend said he choked her and punched her in the face and stomach in December 14 so like there's there's a history here of of things and he did plead guilty at one point but the NFL this is from profootballtalk.com the NFL statement regarding the decision to not to discipline receiver Tyree Kill said nothing about the troubling remark that sparked Hill's banishment from the balance of the Chiefs' offseason workout program. So they're saying there's no evidence that he actually harmed the child, and therefore we can't suspend him. But the thing we know he said was, quote, you need to be terrified of me too, bleep. Because she said their son was terrified of him. Yes. And his response was, 
well, you should be terrified of me too, B. But he said the full word. Right. And I guess my reaction to this is, let's say that you can't prove that he actually put his hands on a kid, which the NFL is saying. And let's say that, like, all right, we'll just, we're just going to have to throw that part out. Do you really want dudes who say things like this to women to not be punished in some form? If you know that there's, if there's audio tape of this, or if he admits to saying this, he should be suspended. I think there should be some sort of line of just like proper behavior and proper ways to interact with other human beings. And if I have a guy in my league or on my team, forget about like the league punishment. If I'm Andy Reid or I'm a general manager, all right, maybe you don't have to kick him off the team because guess what happens if you kick him off the team? Another team's going to give him a second chance. He's going to play anyways, and now you just lost an amazing. So if we're if 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 we're going to keep him in the league anyways, I don't want him. I don't need a guy who says things like this to other human beings to not be punished. And that's what kind of rubs me the wrong way. I, don't I agree. Know what you guys think? One hundred percent. That's that's verbal and and mental abuse just to say something like that. Now the full tape that that. That that soundbite was was pulled from, that came out. I think it was last week, early last week, if I'm not mistaken. Like an 11 minute tape, six ten uh, sports and KC unearthed the full thing, and it does it it does present some doubt as to whether or not the domestic violence charges are indeed true and factual. If you listen to the whole thing, there there is there is some some talk in there that may lead you to believe that 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 whole part of it was a setup on the part of the girlfriend that she tried to make him look bad and guys well I shouldn't say guys people plead guilty to crimes that they did not commit somewhat often in our justice system for a number of reasons there are a lot of reasons why somebody would do that but the thing that you're pointing out Phil there is no doubt whatsoever that he said that to her and regardless of the circumstances, that's not that's not okay. That's abuse. That's maybe maybe not physical abuse. Maybe he didn't put his hands on her, but what he said right there to her is abuse. That's intimidation. That's verbal abuse. That's mental abuse. That's not something that you can just look the other way at, in my opinion. Can I pull back a little bit here too and and broader picture of this conversation say this? If I personally had any faith that the National Football League could get this right, I might be I might, you know, say, yeah, it's terrible, but I have faith. But I have none at this point in time. And I read today again where and the National Football League hides behind this constantly, came out and said, Well, there's court documents we can't see. There's court doc- just like there was a tape, right? With Ray Rice, we can't see. Only it eventually gets out. And then they and then they have to cover their asses and run back and say, oh, no, Ray Rice is done. Don't worry about it. If I had any faith that this league had any moral compass, I'd say, OK, you know what? This sounds terrible, but I trust them. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I don't like what prevents. Sorry to cut you off. But like what prevents the league from saying, like, even if they can't find footage, which is like everything you're saying is right. Like, OK, but if 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 it's just this comment. You need to be terrified of me too, derogatory word. Right. What's preventing the league from just That's saying. That's a threat. Like, yeah, what's preventing but, the league or the team from saying, you know what, dude, like, we have a higher bar for how we talk to people. But what, okay? fr- but what frustrates me here is this is a league that we all know employs numerous former FBI agents across the board, right? That quote should be enough for somebody to dig a lot harder and to get at. If TMZ can get it, guess what? You should too. 
and and then coming back and saying, well, we couldn't get it, but TMZ, TMZ did, and so now we reverse course. I'm sick of that. But the other thing about this league that now drives me officially crazy is this. This kid got hurt somehow, right? Broken arm. Okay, so the kid got hurt. Yeah. Um, this guy we know threatened the fiance, and basically by by extension of that also had threatened the kid because she was referencing the child mm-hmm. who got hurt. And meanwhile, Rock Thomas is suspended for three games for marijuana, which, by the way, in Man. states now across the board is becoming legalized more and more. That's your priority. Yeah. yeah, he gets suspended for something that is legal in NFL cities. And I'm not even condoning it. I'm just saying, think of the hypocrisy here. We're worried yeah. about a guy smoking reefer in his apartment. That's what we're worried about. So you can smoke, you can smoke marijuana, which is legal in NFL cities. You can take a knee on the sideline, and you're out. You're out for multiple games. But you can take a knee on the sidelines. You're, you're blackballed from the league. But you can say you can say something as threatening as "You should be terrified of me too," blank, and and that's where we draw. That's where we draw the line in the NFL. So that, that's okay. You can you can do that, but don't smoke weed. And what you point, can be an ass, but don't smoke weed. At what point does Roger Goodell lose this judge, jury, and executioner designation that he got in the last CBA? At what point does he just hand it off? Why would he even want it at this point? Why Why would Roger Goodell even want this to land on his doorstep at this point? It's, it's possible it. he doesn't, and the owners, the 32 owners, his bosses are saying, this is how we want it to be. We want our commissioner to be And he's making how much, though? Yeah, He's making how much? Million dollars a year. And, and his platform started with this. I'm going to come in and clean yeah. this entire thing up. But the problem is, he hasn't done a good job. He's he has the Ray Rice thing is beyond one. It, it in my lifetime, it's one of the most embarrassing things to happen to a, a league. And are you telling me? Are you telling me that your team? Of, of former FBI agents can't investigate this guy, do their own investigation, backwards and forwards, up and down. And if and whatever they find is what they find. They don't want to find anything. They didn't want to see, they, they did not want you to see, I'll, I'll rephrase here, the rice tape. The Adrian Peterson thing, don't forget that. That initially started off as a family issue. And only because the Vikings went up in front of a sponsor and did it, did the pushback get so bad that they're like, okay, that, that was a, a mistake. But for a league that generates billions of dollars to be run like this is embarrassing. Yeah. It's, and on the, you know, as you're measuring Roger Goodell, how good of a job is he doing? Well, on one hand, and this is what the, this is what the owners care most about. He has been the commissioner that has overseen the financial growth of the NFL into unprecedented. Areas right, nine billion dollar chunk of pie, eleven, but whatever it is now, it's like a twelve, thirteen billion dollar chunk of pie, and it has become right there with I don't know what the financials are with the EPL versus the NFL, but it's one of the two top sports leagues in the mm-hmm. world. But then you look at all this other stuff, right? This the concussion stuff, and just how reactive instead of proactive they've been with both concussions. You got to wait for there to be a near billion dollar lawsuit against you before you start worrying about. All right, let's just be a little more open about this conversation and talk to players about how we can make it safer. No, gotta have gotta have almost a billion dollar lawsuit in your lap before you start to react. And same thing. Well, I guess we gotta have multiple star running backs either beat children or beat their wife or girlfriend. Or in the case of what was it was it uh, Greg Hardy who had a bunch of guns on a bed and he's shoving his girl. Like we need we're gonna react to those things instead of be proactive and set up some 
framework for what happens if you violate one of these stipulations. You get suspended for eight games. Like if they're serious about some of this stuff, then Tyreek Hill doesn't just get to play in week one. And I'm not again. I'm not saying he should never play in the NFL again because right. I'm all about second chances too. But this just this just rubbed me the wrong way. It just rubbed me the wrong way. He gets it wrong every time on disciplinary issues. Gets it wrong every single time. And even when he tries to correct getting it wrong, he gets it wrong again. And I don't, I don't, I don't know how this continues to happen. The scary thing, though, and he doesn't either. Just say, I don't want to do this anymore. I, I, I obviously don't. I obviously yeah. don't have the capacity for this. Or the owners just go, look, maybe we need to try a different way. Of, I used of to, handing out these these disciplines. I used to think the same thing when when the rice thing occurred and was just a, a complete fiasco. I said he's got to be fired. Like this is beyond embarrassing. This is terrible. Yeah. And and but my naive approach at that time was I thought the owners cared and were like, okay, you embarrassed us. I don't think that they do. I think that they're very much on. I think this entire league is on board with going down in the basement and saying, has the storm passed? Because we're still going to make our billions. I really do. And so my my mistake on the rice and then into the Peterson thing was I thought that the that the people that employed Goodell would look at that entire thing and be like okay you're you're not good yeah. here but I don't think that they do I think that they're all in cahoots it's just kind of funny that you know funny and sad that and they have some parameters set up for if you violate this now they have a domestic violence policy now and stuff but how many times does he have to go in and say I'm going to lick my finger, throw it in the air, and uh, you're suspended for two games. And the public comes back, and they're like, what? No, it should be 10. And at what point does he say, oh, hell, I don't know. Like, whatever. <laughs> you guys figure it out how long these people should be suspended for. Uh, so Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score North and the Score North mobile app. We will wrap with Patrick Royce when we come back here to the TCL Studios, where we've been talking about this new lineup of award-winning TCL TVs. For a number of uh, weeks here with superior 4K picture quality and Dolby Vision to complement the award-winning 4K smart televisions, they've launched a new line of sound bars as well that are simple to set up. Streamline your home theater and deliver great audio experience. It's truly an immersive viewing and listening experience when you have the TCL TV and also the sound bar to go with it. Uh, with available wireless subwoofers, the TCL Alto soundbars provide precision playback for TV as well as music from your smartphones, tablets, and laptops. And the TCL 4K Roku TV incorporates one of the best combinations of picture quality content and ease of use for all TV viewers. And now with that TCL Alto soundbar, you get the superb sound to go with it. It's all you really need. You can do some comparison shopping if you want to inside any major local retailer here in the Twin Cities. But you'll find out why TCL is America's fastest growing TV brand. It's Mackie and Jeb with Rami from the TCL studio. Score North. 542 here on a Friday here at Score North. Time for the Score North download. If you haven't been paying attention because the Twins have been so good, there's another team in town playing in the summer that's also been good. That would be the Loons who have a match tomorrow. I know Rami doesn't like games in soccer being called matches. And yes, I did listen to that comedy bit you did on soccer, Rami. Wasn't a fan. <laughs> It's funny, though. It, it was good. It's it was pretty good. funny. But the Loons have a soccer match tomorrow. They're on a seven-match winning streak. Is it played on the pitch? It is played on the pitch. All you right. can call it whatever you want. I'm not snobby like that, Rami. <laughs> you can call it whatever the hell you want. The Loons are on a seven-match wow. winning streak and now heading into one of the toughest stadiums in the entire league tomorrow as they travel to Salt Lake to take on Rail Salt Lake. 
in a matchup against six play, the sixth place team in the West. The Loons sit in fourth on 33 points, with the LA Galaxy in third on 34 points, and Seattle just ahead of them in second on 35 points. So be sure to join me and Dan Terhar tomorrow night for Score North's coverage of that Minnesota United and Real Salt Lake match. Pre-match at 8.30 p.m. with kickoff at 9 p.m. right here on Score North on AM 1500. ScoreNorth.com and the Score North mobile app. That's been your Score North download. Now back to Mackie and Joe Dorami. A drive to right field. It is back and gone. Patrick, how about that uh, Twins game last night? That was a lot of fun for, uh, what, game 95 on July 18th? He's a beauty, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Always great. He basically, no matter what they're telling you, he gets benched, and then it's the seventh inning, and they say, uh, well, what do you think, Eddie? And then this guy, Petit, who's been around for, what, 10 years in various places, decides he's going to slip a first-pitch fastball past <laughs> him and get ahead in the count? Not a good idea. You know how many walks he has this year? 14. Is that what he's at? This man is, this man is up there to swing the bat, and... Uh, it would be nice for the Twins. Remember, I was telling you a couple of days ago what they needed was this guy to get hot because he hasn't. He's had a few, you know, three hit games here and there, but he hasn't had one of those two week stretches where he gets, uh, you know, twenty three hits or something like that, uh, where he's been pistol hot uh, for about six seven weeks, and he's had a couple of serious slumps. Uh, one one over twenty something, another one where he was close to over twenty, but. Uh, Man alive, he has got hitting talent. Those uh, those hands of his. I was talking to a few guys. I'm writing a column about the hands that he has for hitting. They're uh, they're pretty unique. Yeah, it just it, it it felt like with the spike of the bat and the yell and everything, it was like on behalf of himself and the team. It was a much needed outlet for the Twins when that ball went 50 feet over oh, the fence yeah. pad. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that's, I mean. You know, it'd be four in a row, and it is exactly the collapse of the of the ages. But uh, they were a pretty flat looking team, and they once again kind of played lousy in the field and uh, had an idiotic base running. Even though our eyes might be the finest player to ever come to the Twins, he <laughs> made a bonehead play. And uh, you know, I mean, it, it was just it was giving a pitch pretty good, and they were going to get beat, and then boom, it didn't take long. Why? Here's what I want to know. If I'm from Oakland, I want to know why he didn't bring in a left hand. Yeah, I don't know. Smalley was saying that on the uh, on the call too. He, he had a lefty and a you know he had a lefty and a righty warming up, and you're going to get Polanco next, no matter you know what what you do. So you you know you're going to probably get him to either pinch hit or you know, you know you're going to be he can bat left or right. So I I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. You know what's once again lost in the shuffle? What's that? This Mitch Garver story is one of the craziest stories in Twins history. Yeah. This guy's got 16 home runs and 172 at bats. How? I mean, everybody liked his hitting potential, but I, whatever the modern uh, theory of hitting is, there's been nobody who's embraced it more than this guy. And uh, it's, uh, it's, Absolutely, this is astounding what the, what what has happened with this guy. And uh, I heard you know people are trying to give their house and credit that, but he came to spring training with whatever plan they gave him for the winter. He went on, he went off and executed it and spent all winter working on it. And I mean, it's uh, it's it's incredible. Uh, Sixteen home runs for a halftime catcher. 
who missed some some time with an injury too. On top of that, yeah, he did miss a few games, right? So uh, yeah, it, it is, and, and I mean that ball he hit that ball to center, and it's straightaway center, and almost you know Cruz hits it, Tersonola hits it, you know it's gone, but he hit it, and you could tell just because it was him that it was going to go because his ball is getting he's getting so much carry this year. It's uh, phenomenal. Yeah. So are you? So if if he was like twenty five or twenty six. I don't. I, he's 28 years old. Yes, yeah, and it took forever. And he never. I just went through his minor leagues here too. The most home runs he ever hit in a minor league season was 2017 at Rochester. He had 17 home runs in like 300, almost 400 plate appearances. And so he's even even in the uh, minor leagues, he never was a huge power hitter. Well, the one reason it took so long is he was so rough behind the plate. You know, they were they were not going to move him because he really didn't have another position they could play him because he could he and Crone could have a foot race and it'd be a battle. And uh, <laughs> but uh, you know they weren't going to move him, but it was his uh, feel. It was his catching that uh, held him back more than his hitting. Chad, I went and talked to you know they they decided they had to keep him last year because you know it was that what was he otherwise he becomes a six year free agent right. And uh, I, I think they'd used up their options, hadn't they? Uh, so they kept them, and I, Chad Allen was still around. You know, he was in camp as the AAA hitting coach, and he just went on and on raving about him and his bat pass and all this stuff and uh, how he gets the, you know, head to head to head on the ball, you know, head to the ball, you know, fantastically, and he was just raving about it. And uh, but we finally saw it. Although there's certainly he's made changes with his swing from uh, last year. Hey, can we get Chad Allen in the old timers game they're planning next year just to randomly try and steal bases while we oh, fix the yeah. pitcher's well, not yeah, looking? Yeah, is that next year? Which team now are we going to have it for? Just in a general old timers general old timers game? Yeah, sixty years oh, of Twins baseball. Sixty year anniversary. Okay. Our yeah. guy Glenn Perkins told us yesterday. He said he's legitimately going to spend time three months before he's going to like start warming up the. <laughs> I said, what, I said, I said, what I needs to happen for you to train all year and ramp it up to like 92 miles an hour and just come in straight faced and blow guys away? Are they going to get Herbie back to rip up half the field uh, like he did last time? If they don't, you know, it's a cry and shame. You know, John Gordon and I did the play by play on that. Uh, I, I was the power uh, commentator on that last old timers wow. game, and I was damn fine once I got rid of Suchere. It was a complete stiff. <laughs> Were you okay? We to do that at any. I was good, but uh, we we didn't act, have to actually break down the the action, you know. So we we were good, but uh, uh, plus I know more about the fifty years of the Twins than Gordo does. So anyway, you know. I think is Fox Sports North going to put a K zone on the screen for that game? I, I Aaron Boone's going to come yeah, out. Yeah. Tighten it up. <laughs> I, got a, I got a hunch they're not going to reach across the, the uh, gap to score north to get me on the broadcast next time. So, <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. You got time. Well, that was my one. That was my one shot at fifty years. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that Aaron Boone clip that was going around Twitter yesterday? Oh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Talk about trying to intimidate a kid umpire, huh? Because oh, I, think I, he, think uh, I, heard you. I think he succeeded. I think, he, <laughs> yeah. I, I, think uh, I heard you. I think you said it, Phil, or one, one of you guys said, the pitch that the second hitter went crazy about was like two centimeters off the plate, you know, so it's off the, you know. Who was that? Was that Judge? 
Who was it? No, well, Gardner was the, the one making the noise. Gardner's the, the one that, that yeah, went Gardner nuts. Gardner went nuts. Yeah. Who was the second hitter? He was a big lug, but I never looked up to see who it was. Oh, no. I can't remember. But it's not even close, Brennan. You know, I don't know what's that. Inch outside. You're having a bad day? I, I looked. I tried to look at his draft, and it didn't look like it was that terrible. You know, but... Uh, Bre- was, Brennan uh, Brennan is very much a millennial name too, right? Like Brennan just got no, done eating avocado yeah. toast for brunch and showed up to the game. Now here's the deal: Will Joe Tor- did has anything happened to Boone? Did he get suspended, suspended for early? a game? Got suspended oh, for tonight. That had to be tough for Joe Torre since this guy put him in his last ever World Series, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. Torrey, he put him in his last World Series. It had to be tough, but uh, I thought, isn't that terrible that you can't even? Bad an umpire and you get suspended now. I mean, come on, that's half the fun of baseball, right? Well, and it was less that's like we, what it was less what he said and more that it was documented with boom mics and sent all over the internet. Unlike yeah, arguments the, from the past. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but here's so what? I mean, you could verbally hear Billy Martin telling them that their entire family was a. <laughs> You know, having sexual relations with goats and they never throw them out of the game. You know, I mean, oh. you know it's, uh, we've got very sensitive. Outfires are employed and given vacation and have permanent job security almost because uh, people are allowed to badmouth them. That's part of the job. Yeah. So, I want Rocco I, to go I, nuts, Pat. That's what I want. A Rocco meltdown. Rocco gave me a, I sneaked in early and got a good quote from Rocco on Eddie Rosario today. Right. Did you really? I, a usable quote, yes. All right, congratulations. First, nice work. First usable quote since he uh, made fun of me at the opening press conference, which was before that his previously best quote. You know, you know, he gave a decent quote last night and actually acknowledged the magnitude of that game, which for Rocco is a big oh, step. Yeah. Yeah, he went quite a ways. But today, I just I went in and asked him a question, walked right out, and <laughs> they told me 15 minutes later uh, there been uh, that was the last usable quote. So, anyway, that that was what? That, oh. that was the last usable quote. Oh, gotcha. Uh, the other the other was Rocco Rocco Vinci Draco. So. He's he spilled his guts last night. That's what he did. Yeah, he's a nice guy who's boring as hell. Let's face it. Yeah. Is he? Is he? Do you think he's he's boring to the media? Is he? Do we know? Like, oh, I think he's. Uh, I bet he's a hell of a guy. I bet his buddies and the you know fish. He basically spent the All Star game at a fish concert. You know, he's, he's you know like he's still not married. You know, I don't think he's ever been married. He's, you know, he's probably a pretty good partier in his day. So I bet Rocco's a fun. Anyway. I bet Rocco's a fun time. Yeah, I, I think he's boring by design uh, when oh, he's talking yeah. to you guys. Oh, yeah. by yeah. design. Yes. Oh, yes, you can't. Hey, Ronnie. Yes. You can't be that boring without it being by design. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible. Oh. You know, there's, you, you can't be that boring without it being by design. But what the hell is in first place? What, what can we say? Exactly. So, yeah, that was big last night, though. There's no doubt about it. Poor Guardy, by the way, I was looking it up. They were, uh, when they beat the Twins that game, they were, uh, in uh, May 18th, they were, uh, what was it? They were 18 and 20. I think they've won 11 games since then. May 18th. <laughs> Two months. They've won 11 games and have not had a, uh, they've had one, uh, they had one three game winning streak. 
That was at the end of May. They haven't had a two-game winning streak since then, the poor guy. I'm worried about him. Yeah. Hey, a quick prediction. Does Rami beat T.C. Bear in the softball home run derby on Saturday, tomorrow? I don't know. All right. I look at Rami. I look at Rami, and I don't think athlete. A lot of people say that, Pat. That's what I said. I don't feel me there tomorrow. Rami's 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 Goodbye, Jim. All right. See what happened with Royce. Actually, someone tweets in here. J.D. O'Brien tweets into the show Mm -hmm. at Score North. Mm -hmm. Conspiracy theory for Rami to investigate this weekend. I've seen T.C. Bear in those home run derbies multiple times. He's a lefty. He's taller than normal. He fills out the suit more than normal. And he mashes. I think for the home run derby. Did they bring in a ringer? Kent Herbeck is what he's saying. (laughs) This would have gotten out. It is not. He's good, though. Think it's Herbie just hitting bombs? No, no. Kent Herbeck would no sooner get in that bear suit than. What if it's Morno? <laughs> Do you think it's possible that it's a ringer of it's some CJ sort? Cron. Do you think it's possible <laughs> just, that it's a ringer? Of, it's not the it's not the guy who's usually in the TC the bear costume. Yes, I, it's a costume. Kid, I don't sorry. think so. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be entirely Fairly, shocked no. if it was like Chris Parmley, you know, like a failed Twins well, prospect. But we got to get some Calabello. Got to get some use out of it. It's yeah. Calabello. Somebody tweeted us that Calabello was hitting bombs in some like independent Kansas league, City. was he? Just here, yeah, man. Yeah, he was playing against the Saints. All right, it's coming up next on the scoop. Going down, TC. Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor joins Doogie. They talked to Angela Russell, Andrew Wiggins, and saying goodbye to Tyus Jones.